Joseph Christian, you won the giveaway. Congrats, comic fam. Let's chat about some trending funny books. Another week, another list, an Overstreet Price Guide advisor, and a new book at number 10. Hit the like, slap the subscribe. We have a special guest on today's show. Marvel is batting 7 for 10 this week. Absolutely Hall of Fame stats. Number 10 on the list, Death of Doctor Strange, Bloodstone, number 1. This is brand new this week, coming out the gate, $15 average sales. First appearance of Lyra Bloodstone, the sister of Elsa Bloodstone, the monster hunter, sister of Colin. We get a bit of an origin story where she's been for over a thousand years, held in captivity, trapped in a cosmic plane of existence where she was amongst monsters and learned about magic. The monsters have to go somewhere when they're banished from our realm. And the death of Doctor Strange has unleashed so many bonds that he was in control of and monsters have been unleashed, including the sister of Elsa. So when you have an offshoot of a Marvel event, a Bloodstone offshoot, you don't anticipate a lot of people would have ordered it, but we're also dealing with supply chain problems right now. Diamond sent out an email on Tuesday, the day we normally get our comics, that UPS picked up all of the books 72 hours late. We don't even have our copies from Diamond in hand, and because of weather, the West Coast got all of their books from Penguin at least a day late. So the full supply is isn't even out there. A lot of the people paying inflated prices on eBay may just be because their local hasn't received copies yet. Now there's a Guillermo 1 in 10 design variant that features her on the cover. That book blew up way too quick. In a matter of a couple days, went from 20 to heights of $70. I do think there's a supply chain issue. I do think that stores buy mass didn't order 10 plus copies of this book so they wouldn't have received one of these or many of these as it is that's why it's tough to find that's why the prices are going up go a little conservative on this wait till at least next week for the rest of the shops to get their books and for those to hit the internet if you didn't pre-order one however this book is definitely worth owning it's definitely one that i'm interested in you get a great origin story of the character you find out more information about the bloodstone you find out about the null gem the balance to that stone that also gives credence to why the father of these characters went mad in the end of his days. You may recognize Teeny Howard's writing from her Excalibur run or even her current run on Catwoman, and it's great to see David Nakayama transitioning from stunning covers to incredible interiors. We source this list of 10 books from a larger list of 20 on the best comic app in existence. Download it on your Androids or iOS. We're talking key collector comics you've heard me talk about them before it's a tool i use every single day what about you even as a shop owner i do use this app every single day just to double check if there's a key or an issue that i may be missing use code tom 101 to unlock a free two-week subscription of the app you support what we do but you're going to get unlocked categories that are built especially to enhance your speculating and investing Next at the list, at number nine, we got Naomi number one coming in strong because the CW dropped her episode one this week. This book has absolutely come full circle. We have been talking about Naomi One for the last three years with lots of anticipation about this show. Well, $80 average sales and $173 for a CDC 9.8 on January 12th is no joke. We also had another high sale of $250 on January 9th. And I feel that as these 9.8s trickle out, we're going to see a lot of fluctuation in that high market. An increase of copies sold of five 
525% this week. I downloaded the CW app just to watch it. It was a lot of fun. It was exciting. And definitely something I'm going to keep up with, unlike the other CW shows, which is why I was worried about the episode from the beginning. However, the way that they are able to kind of hold on to the mysteriousness of the comic book, what made that comic book so damn good They took it out of the Arrowverse. This character is not living amongst superheroes. Superman doesn't exist in this show, but he does. And that's the mystery. Now, this show may be a slow burn. As issues release, we may start seeing prices creep up. We have to keep in mind that back in 2019, we were seeing high sales of $588 for a CDC 9.8. So the fact that we're only barely touching 250 now three years after that, this book may have a lot of room to grow, but it really depends on how well the series does. Well, it's getting an 89% critic score and a 79% audience score written by Brian Michael Bendis coming out in 2019, drawn by Jamal Campbell. It's crazy how quick this went from comic book to the screen. Next at the list, at number eight, let's welcome your friendly neighborhood bodybuilder, comic collector, and overall cool dude, Reggie Collects. Number eight on the list, Daredevil Women Without Fear, issue number one, the one in 50 variant, and this one is by Jen Bartel. This book has an average price of $85 and is new this week. It's a gorgeous book. It absolutely is. And this is one of those books that I love the cover. I think Jen Bartel is a great artist, but people need to keep in mind that right now with Marvel comic books, Elektra has taken over for Daredevil because Matt Murdock was in jail. We know that there is the new Elektra Black, White, and Blood with a stunning Mirka and Alfo cover. So Elektra is definitely playing more in the Marvel comic universe. You gotta be reading these books. That Mirka cover, straight up, maybe my favorite superhero cover she's done to date. Now, we've been following Mirka for years, and I love her colors, and I love her style, but this Black, White, and Blood cover is very atypical, a lot like this Jen Bartel cover. The Jen Bartel cover is incredible. I mean, it is Elektra on the rooftop. The colors are amazing. The shot is amazing, and it comes together incredibly well. Now, this is a 1 in 50 variant. It came out this week. I think the fact that the comics have been delayed so much may have something to do with this just a little bit, but not as much as the other book we've talked about. What do you think? I agree entirely, Tom, because there are going to be fewer stores buying 50 copies of this than 10 copies of the Bloodstone variant. Hang tight, Reggie. We'll be back to cover more numbers on this list, but not before we tell you about some Jason Aaron, Mike Mayhew goodness at the list at number seven, Star Wars number 20, the origin of Black average sales this week after the new episode of Book of Boba explores more about Black Kersantan. Now this issue, Star Wars number 20, shows his origin, specifically how he got that scar on his eye from Obi-Wan, knowing that there is going to be another Obi-Wan series coming out in the Disney Plus universe. There is a very substantial chance that we will actually see that on the screen. Coming out in 2016, soon after the acquisition of Star Wars to Marvel Comics, new Star Wars lore being utilized on screen just years later. This origin tale introduces Obi-Wan to Black Chrysanthemum. They fight, they brawl over multiple pages, and he indeed gets the scar. Upon introduction in episode two, I was really trying to see if he had a scar. And some people say, yeah, it kind of looks like it, but it wasn't confirmed 100%. However, episode three, scar is fully visible. It happened, and we know that's because of Obi-Wan. 
The only high sale of a graded book we could find was a CGC 9.8 back in 2020. There are only 9.8s recorded on the GPA census at this point in time. And judging by the very slow turnaround from CGC, it may be a while before we see more of these out there. Exactly why number six on the list doesn't have a high sale that's graded as well. We have Dr. Afra annual number one. This is the first solo story that follows Black Chrysanthemum because Dr. Afra, she's an archaeologist, but she hustles. She's trying to sell some nefarious items, and it gets dangerous when doing that. So she has to hire a bounty hunter. She has to hire the Black Wookiee. $25 average sales, 269% increase in copies sold. It's just great to see so much Black Chrysanthemum on this list. Coming out in 2017, Kieran Gillen, David Nakayama, introducing this character beyond his backstory, giving him more of a narrative, and place in the Star Wars mythos. Marvel cleaning up today. This is our fourth Marvel book in a row and the fifth one so far on the list. Amazing Fantasy 10, $80 average sales and $650 for CGC 9.8. So we're clearly in a Bronze Age horror craze right now. A lot of people are trying to speculate on key characters from horror lore, but as it pertains to Marvel, characters like Werewolf by Night, Tomb of Dracula, Frankenstein even, The Living Mummy. Well, the supernatural is definitely on spec interest, largely because of the holiday reveal that we found out we were going to be getting this year. We're not only getting a Christmas special that many believe to possibly introduce Silver Surfer, we're getting a Halloween special where we believe we're going to see a rendition of Werewolf by Night, but we don't know which one. It may be an amalgamation of both Werewolf by Nights. But this week, we get some confirmation of a new leading character that was cast, but we do not know the role. But this book made our list for a reason. This book is the first appearance and origin of Nina Price, who happens to be the niece of Jack Russell, the werewolf by night. Now, we know that Laura Donnelly has been cast to be in the Werewolf by Night holiday special. Is she going to be playing Nina Price? Only time will tell. Nina Price, the vampire by night, is a werewolf-vampire hybrid. She's a badass that has to not only cause a ruckus at night to get her vampire on, but she has to worry about the waxing and waning of the moon. Oh my gosh, it sounds like vampire werewolf negotiations. Where's Bella where you need her? A 700% increase in copies sold since this news broke. This right here just shows a hint, a little taste of how much the Marvel fans want to see their Bronze Age and even Modern Age supernatural fighters. So this is a great team up from Jeff Parker and James Jean back in 2005. And this amazing fantasy run does have quite a few very desirable books. Next at the list at number four, we have Jeff Lemire's comic book. This series is definitely one that I enjoy because of all the body horror. We have Family Tree number one and a huge slate of optioned comic books that are currently in development according to Image Comics, $8 average sales, and I've been hunting for nine-eighths of this book for quite some time, and the last one happened in October and it sold for less money than it cost to get it graded. 25 bucks. I think that this is going to be a really, really tough book to find in 9.8 for two reasons. One, you're not seeing a lot of people grade them, and two, it's a black cover with that image low-quality paper, so it's going to have a lot of color rub, it's going to pick up fingerprints, and it's just going to be in bad condition, so finding a 9.8 is going to be tough any way you look at it. Imagine waking up 
doing the family grind, breakfast, things like that. And then one of your children says, hey, dad, my arm is turning into a tree and I have a stump growing out of my back. This comic book follows that moment and what happens, what you have to deal with, the quest to get to the hospital and the problems that occur when your child is fallen ill to something grotesque. We saw an increase of copies sold of 1,700% this week after a slate of image comic books get the development signal. Comic fam, make sure you're looking at the Key Collector app to get all of these updates, but we know that Image had a press release this week talking about all of these Jeff Lemire properties that were in development, and they mentioned Underwater Wilder. Essex Country, Descender, Gideon Falls, and Family Tree, but surprisingly, not Black Hammer. So surprised to not see Black Hammer in that rundown. Other than Gideon Falls, these are the only books that were really on spec radar at all over the last few years. Family Tree came out in 2019 back in November, written by Jeff Lemire and drawn by Phil Hester. Number three on the list, Thor 378. We are seeing a $12 average sales and $110 for a CGC 9.8 for another one of these classic Walt Simonson cover and Thor stories that not a lot of people were thinking about until very recently. Coming out in 1987, this is some classic 80s goodness. In Thor 377, the issue prior to the one making our list, Thor is damaged. He is bedridden in hospital. The doctors are saying, hey, we know you're a god, but you are so beat up, so many broken bones that you're going to have to stay here for a couple weeks. And he's worried about villains trying to infiltrate where he's staying to recover. So he knows he has to do something. So he hits the blacksmith. He takes out Mjolnir and starts forging new armor. And we see that armor debut in Thor 378. Now, there's a poster that has been leaked with a photo of Thor in a new costume and kind of a masky thing that makes me think a lot of Batman well from the tick. But this is causing a 1,600% increase in copies sold this week. Jane Foster also gets a new design, but it's really about what Thor is wearing. And you can see some similarities. It's the color scheme. It's the scales on the armor. This right here shows just how hyped individuals are for the new Thor love and thunder had to get you back here reggie because we did an exclusive you wrote a book i did and i was assisted by doug who did a really good job on this thing but it is 64 pages of great content that i think will make for a wonderful resource for new collectors seasoned veterans and also those people that are returning to the hobby after a hiatus over 60 pages of tips, tricks, hacks for new collectors and senior collectors. Dare I say, smart collecting? Yes, you shall say that because it makes sense. It is in the title. Literally, it is in the title. Reggie Collects presents the guide to smart comic collecting. And we did an exclusive. We have this wizard number one homage. I've been saying it. We dressed you up as Spidey, <laughs> threw a robe on you, gave you the McFarlaneator treatment. How does that feel? It feels interesting. Someone asked me the other day if I could hit that pose for them. And I was like, so first of all, I'm over 40 and my body does not uh, move into those shapes anymore. But thankfully, Nate made it, did a really good job. If you want to get your copy of our exclusive, today is the last day to join the January Mystery Mail Call. Link is in the description to join the community. One per box. Those virgins are lower print and they're going out at random. And this is part of the first print. It is part of the first print. We just wrapped up the second print. I'm hoping to start shipping those out relatively soon, uh, but definitely excited about this whole journey that we've been on for the last you know, eight or nine months. 
Number two on the list is Spawn Scorch issue number one, the one and 250 variant. That means that a shop has to order 250 copies to get one copy of this comic signed by Todd McFarlane. This is limited to 838 copies. Again, all signed and numbered by Todd McFarlane. So if you are lucky enough to get a copy, make sure that you send it to CGC with the certificate of authenticity. That's right. He's doing it again. He did it for uh, King Spawn. Curious, he didn't do it for Spawn Universe, kind of the intro to this new world that he's created. I think the idea probably happened during the marketing planning of King Spawn. That run would be 1,697, and then he did it for Gunslinger as well, and that was also the same type of order requirements, wasn't it? It was, and the fact that this is selling for $650 raw, compare that with how much the King Spawn and the Gunslinger Spawns are selling for Around the same amount raw, but only half as many books. I think this book may be climbing as supply dries up. Well, Todd McFarlane mentioned it when he came back on the show just months ago to talk about this very thing. He corrected me because at the time, it was indeed the lowest print run of an incentive that he had made, but he knew the numbers for Gunslinger were going to be smaller. So he said, it's actually going to be that one for a short time because he believes Scorched would be the least ordered. And it was. 838 copies makes this one of the scarcest spawn covers of all time. So I'll be honest with you. I'm having a lot of fun. Oh, good. <laughs> it, it, it is honestly a pleasure to sit here at this table and to spend some time talking to you guys. I'm having a, a ton of fun and hopefully you are having fun watching this as well. If you guys are not subscribed, you have to go ahead and do it. Tap the button, sign up, turn on notifications so you don't miss any of this content. Hit the like button and comment down below. We're going to do an awesome giveaway today. We have TMNT number one, the Shattered Comics Matt DeMossi variant. One of you are going to win it. And at the list at number one, holy smokes, two weeks in a row at number one. What is going on? We have Darth Vader issue number one, the first appearance of Black Crescenton. So again, number one on the list is Star Wars Darth Vader issue number one. And this book is going for an average of $35, $325 for a CGC 9.8, which is incredible. That is incredible. An increase of 238% in copies sold this week. We told the comic fan when this comic book made number one on last week's list, it was largely because of the character introduction in Book of Boba. However, it was also what it impl- Implies what it means for the rest of the Star Wars mythos that they can source characters from new Star Wars comic books. That's why we saw on the recent Hot 10 with Jem Mint, Mint, Darth Vader, issue number three, first appearance of Dr. Afra, because this character ties to Dr. Afra. She hires him, as you know, from earlier on the list. I think that excitement coupled with him coming back for episode three, no spoilers, has propelled this book even more. Thank you for not spoiling it because I have not seen episode (laughs) three, but I am looking forward to checking it out. I do want to tell people that there is also an Alex Ross variant that is out there. It is a black and white variant. It is a one and 200 CGC 9.8 are going for $1,500. Wow. So for those of you keeping track at home, that is seven out of 10 Marvel books on the list and three are driven by black Kersantan. The fact that only the number one has a 9.8 to speak of as CGC catches up we are going to see more of these black or santon books popping up left and right
An increase of copies sold of 238% this week. Comic fam, you need to hit the link in the description. Go subscribe to Reggie Collects. Yo, I'm curious if you're going to actually be covering this very book on your next CGC most submitted comics list. So there's a chance that this could show up on my list. I get data from CGC every single month for the top 10 books that they receive from the comic book community. So there's a chance that this book from 2015 could show up on the list in January, given how hot this one is. You got to be following them. I think you're the only person making this list and who is preview to this information. That is correct. It was my idea. I went to CGC with the idea. They loved it. And we've been doing this now for a year straight. Shout out, Brittany. We appreciate your time today, comic fam. Hit the like, slap the subscribe. And as always, keep responsibly. Enough said. Comic fam, join me every single Wednesday. Me effortless on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. Funny books, expensive paper, whatnot, available for both Androids and iPhones. Dollar start auctions that last as little as 60 seconds. We have two other videos that you can check out. I encourage you to watch them. We made them for you. Have a great week.